Jesus Christ as our Savior, that's when we receive Holy Spirit as our helper, as our advocate to help us and guide us through our daily walk. Now, we do have to feed ourselves with God's word. We do have to exercise God's word. Okay, so that's where we get our helper. That's when that interdependent relationship grows. You know, you can compare it to a marriage or dating. You know, we'll say marriage. <laughs> uh, so in initially in the marriage, you're, you may not know everything about the person. But as you grow into the marriage, you get to know how they, they live. You get to know their patterns. Then that relationship is able to grow. And then you're able to depend on that person more like, hey, he's good in finances. I can lean on him in that that relationship, so I'll give that to him. Or, hey, she's good at cleaning something. Or she's good at, I don't know, pain. <laughs> she's good at that, so we can give that particular thing to her in that relationship. And that's how our marriage works as well. Look at me talking on marriage, and I ain't even married yet. Okay, God. But we can apply that the same the same as to God, Holy Spirit that dwells on the inside of us. Through God's word, we know that God is better than anything in this world. We know that he's good at loving me for myself. We know that he is good with the abundance of who he is. We know that he's good and he he's he's never going to leave us nor forsake us. We know that he's good on our, his promises. We know that he will never take back his word. For that is a covenant right that we can come back to God. We can take God at his word. In our interdependent relationship, we can lean on God in that moment. We can give all of those things to him. So really, once you get to know God's word, that's when the load is taken off of you. You know, in Matthew, it says, come to me. Give me give me all of your, your burdens and I'll give you rest, right? So that's when in that relationship, once you get to know Holy Spirit, once you get to know who Jesus is, once you get to know the benefit package that we talk about all the time that's entailed in that relationship, that's when you can lean on God in this interdependent relationship. So baby, look, you're not meant to carry it all. <laughs> lean on God in that moment. And also, it may sound easier than said, but in those moments, we have to be honest with God and be like, God, I'm going to trust you, but I'm scared. <laughs> be honest with God. That's what he wants in that relationship. That's how the gr relationship grows, right? And you can even compare that to your, your own relationship with your mother, with your father, with sisters, brothers, cousins, all of them. So although the term interdependence is not found in the Bible, the concept is still there. So let's take it back to Genesis, you know, the beginning. So let's take it back to Genesis 2 and 18. It says, then the Lord God said, it is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. So in that scripture, Jesus was talking about Adam. You know, he was alone in the garden, just naming everything, doing the good work of the Lord. And he was just like, wait, it's not good for him to live alone. And that's when he brought Eve, which was his wife, which was his helpmate. And just to think about it, just compare that to when Jesus went away, right? He said that, hey, it's better that I do go away. I'm going to give you the gift of Holy Spirit so it can dwell on the inside of you. You don't need a physical body. But I will give you my spirit, right? 
that will help you and guide you through through life's journey. Man, that's a good gift. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Another benefit of Holy Spirit, like the Spirit dwells on the inside of us, um, that gives us our spiritual gifts. And He gives it to each believer. So, yes, you have a gift that Holy Spirit has put on the inside of you, sis or bro. Why did He give you that spiritual gift? Well, let me tell you. So that the body of Christ will forever, you know, be an interdependent unit. Like, hey, I got Shay over here in video production. I don't know nothing about that. So, she gonna do that side of it. Oh, I got... I'm going to call myself a marketing specialist. I'm a, I got Ashley over here as a marketing specialist. Let her do that. Just speaking into an existence. Okay. Just look about, think about it in church. Like, everybody ain't no pastor in church. Just think about that. Like, if you had 100 pastors, everybody trying to preach. Y'all going to be there all day. No. He has a pastor in order. That is his spiritual gift of teaching to the people. Gave a spiritual gift of ushering. Uh, what is it called? Hospitality. Gave somebody a spiritual gift of praying, speaking in tongues, uh, interpreting tongues. All of these gifts work together for this interdependent unit. And how it is so beautifully, how it works together and flows. Hence, spiritual gifts, okay? So I did want to bring up that scripture reference, which is 1 Corinthians 12 verses 4 through 7. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. That's Holy Spirit. So there are different kinds of service, but the same Lord, one God, one body. So there are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. Now, to each one that the manifestation of spirit is given for the common good. Mm. So all of those spiritual gifts just work together so beautifully. And I love to see my church, you know, everybody is working in their purpose. And, you know, no one leaves the same. Every time I go to church, I never leave the same. You know, I'm uplifted. I'm encouraged by someone that said something or somebody that uh, smiled at me and said, have a great week, you know. So, what it is, you know, when everyone is working and, you know, just having that spiritual gift and working in that. It's a beautiful thing. So, I did want to say this as a warning. You know, we're on social media and sometimes unconsciously, or even consciously, you know, we can allow that to shape our minds and the patterns of our walk. But, you know, we have to be careful with this culture making our making us think that we have to be, you know, this boss, this I N D E P E N D E N T. Do you know what that means? I know. I was there. And you know, you have to be a baddie. You can't ask nobody for nothing. I don't need no man to take care of me. Or whatever. I mean, I get the concept. I get what you're saying. But we have to be so careful to watch our language and what we're saying and what we're portraying as well. Because, you know, that alone can shape our minds, sometimes unconsciously, that may spill over into our spiritual lives as well. So I would advise you to ask this question to yourself. Like, what is that saying to God? Like, or is that language portraying to God that, hey, 
I don't need you to take care of my finances. I got this. I work two, three jobs. I'm a bad broad, you know. But, sis, you ain't really bad. You stress. You know what I'm saying? Like, so have you really in, intentionally, continuously given it to God? Have you really put faith on it, you know? God ain't called us to live a stressful life, right? So, it's like, God, is it it's me? Like, am I just not being obedient to what you said before? Help me out. So, please don't get me wrong, guys. Just a quick disclaimer. You know, sometimes God has called you to work on your side business or content creating while working your 9 to 5. That is not what I'm saying. But even in those times, we should be going to God for strategy and also wisdom to help me. You told me to do this. Now, give me some balance. That's also being interdependent on God. Like, all right, it's a little chaos. So I need you to give me the peace. Where is the peace that surpasses all understanding? Let me lean on you in this interdependent relationship, okay? Pretty much, if he led you to the business, he intended to guide you through it as well, okay? So he's just not going to be like, hey, start that business over there and be like, all right, I'm out. I gave you the instruction. No, he want to give you the grace to do it. He want to give you the wisdom to do it as well. So I encourage you to have business meetings with God, okay? So that he can lead you in the right direction, give you wisdom and insight and also ideas to do so as well. So, pretty much, if you don't seek God for wisdom or insight or direction in your business, then you're pretty much selfish. Don't shoot me. I'm just a messenger. So, that leads me to our anchor scripture for this series. And it is Matthew 14, 24 through 26. And it reads, Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross, and follow me. For whosoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? So I did study these scriptures in two versions it is the nsv and also the nlt so i go ahead and read the esv so it reads then jesus told his disciples if anyone would come after me let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me for whoever would save his life will lose it but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it for what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and profits his soul? Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? Alright, so I am going to be hopping back and forth between the ESV and also the NLT as well. So just a couple words that stood out to me within the verse 24. So I highlighted the word deny himself. And in the NLT, I highlighted the word give up your own way. So, girl, what that mean? Okay, close your eyes. So, my interpretation of it, or what it, it means to me, like, is to pretty much put your will before the Lord. Is it matching up with what he wants you to do? Because a lot of times, he be like, I ain't tell you to do that. 
And it just be from our selfish ways. Whatever you, you, you want, even your desires. Because at the end of the day, I've even learned that, hey, your desires are, what, are limited what God can do and will do. So why not even give all of those things to God? He may bring it back to you sevenfold. Like like the word of God says, it's better than what you can even ask or even think of. It's kind of like, you know, how people be like, you raise this amount of money and somebody matches that amount of money. God is even better than that. He can make your dreams bigger than what you can even imagine. Your mind isn't even big enough to form the thoughts that God has for you. And also, too... To give your gifts and talents to God. So if you're good at playing basketball, give God the glory in that. You know, if you're good at playing music, producing music, I don't know, writing music, whatever it may be, give it to God. If you're good at speaking, give it to God. Ask him, how should I use this to edify you? How can I use this to bring people to you? Something like basketball can allow people to get to know Christ through your walk, through your dribble, through (laughs) through your sprints. I don't know. But something like that. And you'll be so surprised and just be in awe of God. Like, hey, I thought this was something small. But no, God meant for it to be bigger than what you even thought or what you can even imagine. So moving on to verse 25, I did highlight the words try. (laughs) And... I was just like, ooh, this shady. <laughs> so if we go back to the text. It says, if you try to hang on to your own life. So that lets me know, hey, I'm not even capable of doing this thing alone by myself. So I have to be interdependent. I have to be dependent on God for that, for this life that he's given me. So I can't even try. The word says, if you try to hang on to your own life. Obviously, you can't. It's impossible. You're going to fail every time. And the word says that you will lose it. So, you might as well go and give it up anyway. Why are you holding on to it? You're just going to be tired and stressed out. Trying to do it all by yourself. When God is here to help you. He's given us his Holy Spirit to help us in this life. So, just go and hit the help button, please. Just, Just hit it, please. So, God initially knew, like... Even in the Old Testament, he was just like, these folks can't even do it by themselves. Let me say my son. Let me embody myself in into the body of Jesus Christ to help save these folks. Because they can't do it by themselves. Let me go down here and help these folks. So all we have to do is what? Receive Jesus Christ as our helper. The help button. The ultimate help button. Hello. And also the last part of that scripture. It says, whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. What does that say to you? My revelation is it is total surrenderance. Why would you try to hold on to anything? And I, I'm saying it, and sometimes I find myself doing it. I'm just like, hey, this ain't for me. I'm just a sheep. Let me get this to my shepherd because I'm trying to walk through this, this valley by myself. I need somebody down here with me. So also like just total surrenderance and to be back in God's will. Because honestly, that's where the peace and the rest resides. Let me tell you. But I'll say that for another video. So the last verse, I highlighted 
What will it profit a man if he gain the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or shall a man give in return for his soul? So one thought that I thought about when I saw that or read that scripture, like, man, this world can't offer you nothing. Like, honestly, like, it can, this world, TV, billboards, social media can make this world look so glamorous. But honestly, that is one of the biggest traps of Satan. He makes it look so attractive and so appealing. But that is the biggest trick of the enemy, to wrap destruction up in the things that we like. So he knows that we like money. He knows that we love fame. He knows that we love likes on Instagram. He knows that we love attention. I don't know what it is. But he would rather wrap destruction up in the things that we love. So when we get down to the core, and we've gotten all those fames, we've gotten those lights likes and whatnot, then that's where he's trapped you in that. The thing about Satan that he never shows like what's behind the glamorous lifestyle or don't get me wrong, like, you know, we're supposed to live in abundance as well, but in the right way of living by the Bible, by the instructions that God has given us. We're supposed to live with integrity. We're supposed to live by the word of God. But there's also a worldly way of getting those things as well. So I want to be clear in defining both of those. So if you really take the world's way, like what are you benefiting? You're giving your whole life to get it a, a microwave way. You know, sometimes in this Christian walk, we do have to, you know, kind of shed off of the old nature. We have to shed off this flesh. And do receive God's word. And we have to be renewed by the renewing of my mind. Because when we get those things. When we get the, the advancement. And the, the money. And the wealth that God has intended for us. Then we know how to steward over it. Right? But the world's way is like. Get money. Get money. Hustle hard. You know. Be independent and whatnot. But you stressed in it. I would rather be. Renewed by my mind. I would rather be free. I would rather know what I have around me. That makes sense. So what is that way benefiting you? Would you rather gain the whole world. And lose your soul in that mess? So. I would encourage you just to compare the benefits. Of where you're going. And the path that you're walking. So I would encourage you to compare the, the benefit packages. Would you rather have the benefits of this world which is a trap of the enemy, or would you have the walk of a Christian's life? It may not be as easy, <laughs> but it is worth it. The benefits are endless. We can't even cover them all. So I want to leave you with a question. Is anything worth more than your soul? Like, where are you going to spend eternal life? In hell? Or will you... Spend eternal life. Have everlasting life. In heaven with our heavenly father. And not even like at the end of this life. How do you want to walk the path. On this on this earth. Because if you're still breathing. There's still work to do. There's still a life to live. After this moment right now. So if you have not received Jesus Christ as your savior. I just feel Holy Spirit leading me to. 
extend salvation right now. It's really simple. You can do so by the, the confession of your mouth. So if you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior, it's really simple. Just say this short prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I know without you, I am lost. On today, I give you the throne of my heart to lead and guide me in the way that I should go. Thank you for forgiving me and delivering me from my sins. Amen. Yes, hallelujah. Welcome into the fellowship of Jesus Christ. And like I said at the beginning of this video, this is not the final stage, but this is just the beginning. So if you are not a part of a church, we do encourage you guys to join or to start visiting um, a Bible teaching church. We always leave our church, Right Way Christian Center Church, the information in the description box of this video. We do have services at 8.30 a.m. and also 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time every Sunday. So we do invite you guys to join us virtually. We'll be glad to have you as our virtual guest. So before we leave, I do want to lead us out in prayer. So Father God, we thank you so much for this moment. We thank you so much for um, the opportunity to come before you. We thank you for the lives that were changed, that were transformed. We thank you for the lives that has accepted Jesus Christ as their Savior. I pray that they invite you in, Father God, to start that interdependent relationship. I thank you for the relationships that's going to continue to grow, that will continue to cultivate through your word, that they will be transformed by the renewing of their mind, God, that they will understand you as a father, as a, an, as a wonderful promise keeper, as a wonderful God and father that you are. I thank you that they experience your love, your unfailing love and your, your faithfulness as well, and that they grow and to trust you in this interdependent relationship, God, that they depend on you more and more each day. I thank you, Father God, for this series. I pray that as we go throughout it, that you just speak to us as your, your mouthpiece. I pray that you give us the words, the insight, and the intellect to be able to minister to your people, to the hearts of your people, Father God. I pray that they open up their hearts and also their ears to be able to receive the word from you. And it just continues to cultivate in God that you get the glory out of it all. We'll forever give your name the praise, the glory, and the honor. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you are listening on any of our podcast streaming services, mm -hmm. be sure to leave us a review. It will really help us grow in the podcast community. Go ahead and share it with five of your friends and also family and also bless your enemies as well. Help them to be dependent on God as well so they can stop being mean. Go ahead and follow us on all of our social media platforms. They will be on the screen for you right now. And if you have any prayer requests, be sure to send those to us at obediencepodcast at gmail.com. And while we're making announcements and church announcements, you guys be sure to go ahead and download the free printable that we always make available to you guys. 
So this is going to be a little bit different. We'll be going through some some stories in the Bible to teach us how to be interdependent in, on God, how to invite him into our situation, how to, you know, accept the warning signs. So we'll be going through some patches of the scripture and we'll give you guys daily questions to ask yourself to, to uh, receive a revelation from God's word to apply to our everyday lives. That's why we read the word, right? All right, so we're excited for that. So go ahead and click the download button as well. So instead of doing a live interview on Tuesday as we regularly do, we'll be in a Christian collaboration with a group of Christian influencers. And the topic is, I am. We are so excited to be included in that. So you guys look out for the video on Wednesday morning. So that is it for this video. We're excited to be able to serve you guys this month. And in the meantime, in between time, go and be obedient. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.